All right, everybody, let's uh, stop having fun and start watching some Christmas movies. Welcome to the North Hole. Oh, you said that too quickly for me to even realize you were saying it and try to jump on with you. So. Oh, yeah, we'll do it. Uh, welcome to, to the, the North, North Hole. Hole. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Take a dive into shitty Christmas movies. And a time of year where people spend time with people who share similar genetic information. Welcome to the North Hole, the North Hole, the North Hole. Welcome to the North Hole. natural yeah absolutely absolutely so we're not alone in the studio today (laughs) you might have thought we were so like we are with absolutely radical babe web editor of harper's magazine and just someone who i think has some wonderfully sizzling hot takes Violet Luca. Hi, Violet. Hello. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Oh my god, my pleasure. Thanks for joining us, Violet. Thank you so much. Sorry that, uh, this is a movie we can say sorry about, I think. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry. sorry about the Holly Lodge. Sorry about Christmas at the Holly Lodge, mm. a Hallmark classic. Tell us, like, give us a little summary, Violet. How is this, what do you feel like this was about? <sighs> That's hard to say. Because it's like, basically nothing happens. Oh, yeah. But also a lot of stuff happens. Um, give us some quick plot points. Okay, so quickly, so they're um, the lead whose name is Sophie. It's Sophie. It's Sophie. I wrote it down immediately as I heard it like halfway in the movie and I was like, I don't know her name yet. I need to write it down. It's Sophie. Yes, Sophie. So Sophie, um, she owns her, she's running her parents, now deceased parents, um, Christmas Lodge. It's a lodge in some mountain. We don't really know where. (laughs) It is snowy. Um, When it doesn't snow, it hurts her financially. Um, so she's just like, you know, she has this group of people who always love to spend Christmas at her lodge. Um, some of them are black people you would not expect to see <laughs> in this, uh, very, acting very stereotypically in this weird uh, mountain lodge. There is a mother and daughter who's, um, you know, the father is away in Afghanistan. He can't be in Christmas with them. So yeah, they, but every year they all, all these different people from different walks of life come together and spend Christmas together and they do like, they look for the holiday, you know, like Christmas tree together, they bake cookies, they do all this like really nice stuff that, um, I don't know, I don't think it's very representative of how most people in America behave. It's like the Norman sorry, Rockwell like, fantasy. Do you not own a, a Christmas lodge? But I mean, oh just like, interacting with your neighbors. Because like, I feel like so many people who live mm. in suburbs have just such a completely unfounded antagonistic relationship mm. with their neighbors. And this is just like this very, as you say, Norman Rockwell vision of people coming together. But all of this is threatened <gasps> because she's late on some mortgage payments. Uh-oh. And this rich British guy, who I don't I don't understand where he lives either. Um, 
He's like, they're like based in New York, but then they cut away to him at his palatial mansion with a Rolls Royce out front, and there's no snow. So again, I don't know, and there's like a fountain running. It's like clearly summer. Again, I don't understand where he is. He's rich. It doesn't matter. He's everywhere and nowhere. So he's yeah. very usually very vague in these movies. Yes. Yeah. And, and also he's just like making nondescript deals the whole time. Yes. Love he's a good Mr. nondescript businessman. Yes. Very upper crusty British yeah. dealsman. Dealsman. And dealsman, yes. And he, in his, his chief lackey is Evan, this business guy who just... <laughs> Loves, uh, he's, just, he's a real go-getter. And uh, this Sir Ian, British guy, of course, you have to be a sir if you're sure, British. Sure, sure. Uh, he assigns Ian to move in on this mountain lodge that I guess he flew over and he got good vibes from it. Literally, that's what he says. Um, <laughs> and so Evan flies out to Sophie's Christmas lodge and he, you know, he just stays there and he's very quickly won over by her. Uh, like, in a, in a way where it's like, have you ever been around other people? Sort oh, of a thing. Yeah, I have so much to say about that. <laughs> and um, he's kind of, I mean, can we, can I talk about how he looks? Because it's like, you would not kind of oh, yeah. choose this. Oh, yeah. Let's attack Jordan Bridges first. I'm not going to attack him. <laughs> I'm actually going to praise him a little bit because I oh. don't think this is the type of leading man you would expect necessarily because he is just kind of like, he has a very like nice chin, like a very like square jawed mm -hmm. kind of a guy. But he's like kind of stocky. He's a little shorter, yeah. And he's shorter. Yeah, he's a little stocky. He's boy. dark haired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, he keep, he plays it pretty close to his chest. Um, but anyway, he's totally smitten with Sophie. But he's and he's torn, obviously, because he has to like steal away her family business from her and then as one of Sophie's like her main maid is like cleaning his room, she very um not cool. I'm gonna say if this happened to me, yeah. I would be fucking pissed. But yeah. this lady, this cleaning lady, like looks on his laptop and she's like, "Oh no, he's gonna try and buy this beautiful Christmas lodge out from under Sophie." And so they start like messing with him, like having like the telephone wake up call ring every thirty minutes, really early in the morning, banging on the pipes, like all this crap. Uh, and but he's still like very good natured throughout this, um, and. I don't know, it's like, there's like, again, there's just like so many like little scenes where kind of nothing happens, but there's this oh, tension yeah. there. Yeah. And then yeah. at the end, uh. and then at the end, he, um, I don't know, he just finds some old paperwork that the bank had not found <laughs> under other paperwork. <laughs> and he's like, hey, actually your parents had this like life insurance mortgage or something. I, I don't own a home. I'm probably never going to own a home. I don't understand. Escrow, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, it's like some, know. some you know, yeah. deus ex machina thing. <laughs> uh, deus ex machina paperwork. Where it's like, you know what, don't worry. Your parents actually paid off the mortgage in full and the bank owes you money back with interest. And so she's very excited. What a fucking relief. I, I hope know. that happens to me about anything. Oh, yeah. I For know. Real. Guys, I'm really hoping someone comes in soon and helps me save my Christmas lodge. Right. It's, yeah. a, it's a monopoly card bank error in yeah. your favor. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's like probably like millions of dollars for this woman. With interest? Are you kidding me? It's going to be fucking huge, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, maybe she destroyed the bank. <laughs> we can only hope. We can, yeah, this is actually very anti-capitalist. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, something demented about watching these films is that 
while you were talking, I was like, you know, it's amazing because so much does happen. But like, also, if I think about a, an actual good film, and I think about what you're able to write in a script and how you're able to like tell a long form story, the 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 brevity and like a, the airiness of the plot of these is so incredible. And I'm like, how did this take an hour and a half to go through? And then I was like, if you think of, and then I couldn't think of a good, I couldn't think of a film to reference because my head is so full of like, He's we've been awful. watching so many Christmas yeah. movies lately. <laughs> well, it is, it is in that regard, it is kind of like, you know, we could talk about any sort of like smaller low budget film. There are so many where, you know, the plot is very simple, like um, Stranger Than Paradise. Thank you for remembering the movie. Kind of like, outside of this world. Kind of like, <laughs> let me like, that's a movie that has a very thin plot. It is just kind of a bunch of scenes, but instead of like very saccharine Christmas moment scenes, mm -hmm. it's like scenes of being cool and not giving a shit, you know? Like it's Something just, fun to watch. It is just something so, fun for the eye instead of yeah. um, someone, I don't even remember who this was. I was so like out of it watching this, but um, one of the, lines of dialogue that uh <laughs> one of the lines of dialogue that someone said and i feel like this was such a marker of when it was used to just to fill space was like someone was talking about sophie i think her the guy that was like that helps fix things around the house oh, yeah. he was like well it's hard work and she works hard and then just a lot of mumbling after that it's, well, it's hard work and she works hard. Like, that's the kind of dialogue we are. They're I was really, like, what? Yeah, they're kind of killing time. They they're killing like time. They're killing time a lot. Yeah. A lot. Of, I feel like I really am watching someone, like, put their hands into their pockets and really, like, walk in their puffy vest from one side of a room to the yeah, other. Oh, my God, that's totally what's <laughs> and, and, like, I liked, I actually was really, I was I was excited to have Cheryl Lee Roth in there, even though her character was thin, weird, didn't have a lot going on, basically just lived into support to live in, in the, like, um She was, like, like the mystical, role model for that. Um, yeah. She was the role model for that little girl who was sad about her father yes. in Afghanistan. yeah. yeah. She she definitely didn't have anything, uh, not mu not much substance, but it was good to have. I mean, I like her as an actress, and I loved her on Moesha, so I was like pretty well, stoked to see her. She does provide the film's final moment where she sings, oh. and that was very good. That was like <laughs> I I will say, Violet. At some point, we sped it up like first to one point two five speed, it was and the then last one like point minutes. Yeah, and so when she was singing, it sounded like this nineteen twenties like vocal <laughs> quiver of like ah. So it was like. I was like, the song was really, uh, I could not recognize it, but it was, I could imagine it was show stopping. Yes. Um, well, so it's good to have her here. And so we're, we're 10 epi episodes into this show. And I think mm -hmm. that I'm, we're really glad that we had you on here for this one, because I'd say that this is also very middle of the road for the Hallmark movies. Like this is like, it hits all the points, like single lady in need of a man, very big city, thin, boy. Big city boy, thinly, the big city boy in this, like Jordan Bridges was in drive me crazy, which I loved. He's also on Dawson's Creek, which obviously I'm obsessed with. Um, not looking good, but you know, if you can get like the second tier teen actors, all of the, like the viewership really transitioned very smoothly from Dawson's Creek, like straight into Hallmark, Hallmark Channel. Channel Christmas. Um, the one thing that was pretty unusual about this one is that they actually used some really high quality stock footage in it. Oh um, yeah, that skiing was beautiful, yeah. but it was also confusing because it seemed like he had come from New York, like 
maybe taken a train out to the Adirondacks or something, mm-hmm. but those hills were clearly like fucking Colorado yeah. or something. That was like Rocky <laughs> Mountain. Yeah. Like, but that was that was beautiful. It ma- it made it seem like more than just a soundstage. Oh yeah, really. I mean, everything else in that movie very clearly was. was a, yes, yes. Like, in a way that was... I said it looked like Wizard of Oz. Oh, my God. No, Wizard of Oz looks much better. I mean, like, just, like, the way... The Wiz. We, the Wiz. Oh, oh, I love the Wiz. The Wiz is great, but you can tell it's a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. But this is, like, very bad, like, Tim and Eric-style green screen. Yeah. Sort of a thing. That's more for me where it was, like, I was sort of thinking and just, like, the actors, um, again, no disrespect to Mr. Bridges, but I felt like it was a weird kind of a, it was like Twin Peaks without David Lynch. It was. Totally. Where it's like, like because all the actors, and I mean, I, you know, Alison Sweeney, who plays Sophie, I have followed her career unintentionally for many years. <gasps> Do you watch soap operas? I used to very religiously watch <gasps> Days of Our Lives. I love you. Wow. This is such a great but reveal. This, but this was, only when I was, this was like when I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, when <laughs> it was like Marlena was possessed. I love those. The, yeah, that show was so freaky. Yes, that was why I watched it. Because it was like a very, I mean, it was on at the right time. It was on yeah. right after oh, I yeah. came home they from school. Me. And that whole storyline is so bizarre <laughs> and kind of like creepy and weird. But again, it's like daytime TV, so it's not too scary. So followed that. And she played Sammy, Marlena's daughter, who was like the evil daughter. Yeah. But wow. then she like transitioned to being good at a certain point around the time I stopped watching. Probably that's probably why I stopped watching. I was like, she's not evil anymore. What the hell? Violet's got a dark soul. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm watching. I'm watching fucking Suspiria on Christmas Day. But <laughs> I and then I also watched her as the biggest loser host because I went to graduate school and then after I quit graduate school, is what I had. And I have a friend who had a similar thing where she got her master's degree and then she became obsessed with like The Bachelor, like analyzing mm. episodes of The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. I did the yes. same thing. Yeah. I definitely did the same thing with uh, Biggest Loser for a long mm. time. And she was a host of that. Um, and what is forbidden and what is not forbidden in terms of bodies and skin and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I was like excited to see her, but she definitely has a very LA face that is very like Botoxed. Yeah. She, her, you know, she's she has like if you describe what an attractive person should look like, she has all those features. She's like the police sketch of what an attractive person yeah. looks like. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's not again, it's like that's not a slam, but it's just like it's a very yes. It's a Yonzies. <laughs> yes. Yonzies. Yeah. yeah Nothing interesting. Yeah. Nobody has any sort of like easily, defining. Yeah. These people would get lost in a crowd. Right. They're kind of like I mean, and they act like they're in an office together like they're very (laughs) pleasant to each other but again it's like if this is like the warmest sort of like interactions you have and you look forward to this all year like you clearly have some other stuff going on in your life and you're not you're probably just taking antidepressants you're not talking about it it's very (laughs) fucked up it's just like 2d cutouts of people moving across the screen and that's what's weird is like okay clearly these roles are paying roles of course what what do you think is causing Jem Gerard to cast these people. Mm. Like what what's it's probably a funding. This? It's probably mm, a funding yeah. thing for yeah. sure cuz they're both I mean we both know the leads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that's exact, true. That's we're the point. target audience. Yes. I feel like 
I mean, there's so many things I want to get into this movie, but yeah, there's so much. I don't even really know where to. I know. Um, I just feel like I was watching an extended yeah. Acura commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that is. I feel like at one point there was a shot of um, Big City Boy driving up in an SUV, and it looked like oh, Ford sponsors this, or like like Acura is a sponsor here. Mm-hmm. Like this is too front and center. I think it's really funny. Also, a lot of the comedy in this is like the city boy uh, being completely baffled by like community tradition and him being like, (laughs) you do what to a tree? You decorate it? And like, um, I think like these gags are so common of like, the city boy tries to do a nature thing, and that's comedy. Yeah. Um, He's a good skier, though. He is a great, he is a good that skier. That stock footage of them skiing looked amazing. Oh uh, yeah, it, was, it looked so it amazing. It was like shot on like a, some a very high tech camera. I have to say, the image quality was just so stark. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stark. It was like four K. I was like four K right? existed when they started making this, but they didn't know how to resize the footage, so yeah. it's like an oversaturation oh of colors. Oh my like, god, yeah, it, yeah. It was too cool. much data. It was cool. It yeah. It was definitely cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch like, and the, there's some nice things that this movie had. Like it did have, I mean, I, again, I didn't, never hung out in a lodge for Christmas, but. Me neither. Uh, that was, it was a nice setting. That one yeah, like set of the uh, common area, I suppose. Yeah. They made a nice, they made a nice set. Her, uh, yeah. her like puffy vest collection was fine to watch. Her cowl necks were great. Yeah. yeah. His cowl necks, her cowl necks. Their love story. Like I've never seen, I, I feel like I rarely can even imagine two people with like less passion or tension towards each other so that when they do kiss, I didn't care. When they weren't kissing, I didn't care. When they were talking to each other, I was like trying to figure out if I should floss or if I should make some popcorn first. It was like the, it wasn't, it wasn't even, the the lack of chemistry in this film. Like, again, that's sort of what I was trying to get at with like the office thing. It's just like, they're cordial. They're so cordial and there's just no fucking stakes. And like, like I think, you know, towards the end when she, you know, he unearths this, you know, get out of jail free card uh, with regards to the mortgage. um, And he's, she's like, well, what are you going to do with Sir Ian? And he responds, I'll find him another mountain. And she says, they don't exactly grow on trees, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> this is just like, you're really, like, again, it's like you could have just said. No, they, they have an algorithm. Like, yeah. they, <laughs> yeah, they're just pressing. Yeah. Like, this is like an, an, um, an auto, not an autocorrect, but like a predictive text. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yeah. yes. Like, make it make it 10% folksier. Yeah. Adding, exactly. you know. At the end. You know. Um, I did have, the only thing that I, if I, I would like to ask the thi- if there was anything that made you laugh. And I will kick it off by saying, um, I, for some reason, wasn't... I usually get a good chuckle out of things like watching the background actors in this movies or, like, criticizing what's going on. The mm-hmm. only thing that I laughed at was um, in... Around New York and around Boston, too, there's this graffiti artist that frequently puts uh, <laughs> this stencil up that says, Not Art, and oh, yeah. <laughs> the graffiti artist puts it on, like, poles or construction sites, and you see it all over the place. And I always thought it was pretty, like, you know, it's whatever, mediocre street art. But... There's a character in this film that's name is Art, and he's always wearing a giant name tag that says Art on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah! <laughs> every time I saw Art with that name tag, I thought about that. It's the same font as the, like, shitty stencil street art. <laughs> and I was like, we found it. 
We found our guys. It. That's where we found it. You, fucking, you gotta call up like a, you gotta call up some art blog and blow this thing wide and open. Blow this thing oh, up. I found shit. art. Hey guys, I found art. <laughs> My God. And uh, so, Violet, did you laugh at anything or any of the jokes or at or with is both acceptable? I mean, I don't think I laughed at anything. I was kind of expecting, because again, it is just so like aggressively normal Mm -hmm. and aggressively safe that Mm -hmm. there wasn't even something really to find funny. There's like not even slapstick, really. Yeah. Yeah. It was like everybody was very delicate in a weird everything yeah. about the proceedings was very delicate and very cordial um although i did i think i probably smirked did like a little <laughs> art house laugh or something <laughs> you know one of those at uh oh my God. how you know they'll be like talking about how they need to work all the time and again <laughs> oh yeah you could have made if, if someone had tried if the ai had been cranked up a little bit higher and try to make <laughs> A bigger point about this uh, this problem. Blood into the system. Ten <laughs> yeah. percent more brains. Um, <laughs> oh my god! If there was just like some way to sort of make it more um, intelligent, you could have really said something about yeah, people are always working and it's fucked up. But instead, it's just sort of like they would awkwardly awkwardly flirt, and then it's like oh, I gotta go do the, some work. I gotta repair a thing and just sort of scurry <laughs> off. And it was always like this weird thing of just like obstruction of sex again, or like mm. so like, getting close to something that could be, could lead possibly to sex. Mm-hmm. That's um, interesting. Cause I, I noticed that too, but then I noticed that her work was like taking children on a Christmas walk or what? like, um, like leading the handmade ornament contest. And or it was like, just like, bitch, yeah. you're not working. Or like, like, or like moving like pastries from one plate to another right, plate. Right, she'd be like, I must go work right now. And it was like, I'll be late for the pine cone collection. No, <laughs> it's not. But then, and then his work is so like abstract and like male. Mm. Like again, oh, yeah. all of this, oh, yeah. I mean, everything about it is so gendered and that mm. she's always like doing, like as you point out, these little, you know, very traditionally um, uh, female things where she's taking care of children and decorating. As if that's all it bring... takes to run a business and specifically a giant hospitality business. Yeah, like... that's probably why she's having some problems paying the bills. <laughs> um, but... Well, also because there's only seven people that ever stay there. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, but then he, his work is always just like, documents, papers, big city deals. I must answer the phone now. Um, Well, maybe I laughed. Maybe I laughed because I always do love it when you just need an evil guy and they get a British person. And it's like, there's no reason for this person to be British. (laughs) I do find that funny. Yeah, yeah, that's a good trope. uh, I was going to do a British accent. I'm not going to do it. So um, I usually say, uh, I'd love to go through our favorite quotes. If you had any favorite quotes that you wanted to go through. Mm. I'm not going to pull a George Bailey. And she says that not in reference to I'm not going to try and kill myself, but in that she will not go around and collect money. Oh, so yeah. That's to my earlier thing. That's that, good. That made me laugh. There were some other ones, but unfortunately I left my other notebook at home. You had a well, sec- you'll have to call Wait, did you fill an entire notebook with <laughs> I did, this I movie? filled up a, a huge second page. One? An entire moleskin. <laughs> um, I... Uh, I really liked when, (laughs) so they're talking about this tree and how it's decorated. They have this ornament making contest and someone says, everybody has a little bit of themselves on that tree. And (laughs) I did think of like a horror movie of like a tree that 
It has parts on like, it. Like, yeah. uh, leaves out entrails, like, yeah. mauls people yeah. and, like, um, gouges out entrails and stuff. Oh, and yeah. I was like, that would be a sick movie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Violet, I know you're into that. <laughs> um, I also liked the movie, or I, I liked the line where... Um, Bloody Christmas tree. Bloody Christmas tree. Uh, oh, oh, Christmas tan and body. Oh, tan and body. <laughs> murder tree. Tree, murder tree, hurt... I'll work through it. Cereal tree? Okay. Cereal tree. Cereal tree. Huh? Um, She says, so like Callie the maid goes up to her and is just like, Sophie, there's a problem. And Sophie's like, don't tell me. It's Christmas. Tell me about it later. Like, and that is, first of all, she says it exactly like I said it. I may have said it more passionately, honestly. Um, But she, that's a common thing is like, the idea that the day of Christmas is special and that normal things don't happen on that day, yes. even though time is a linear progression and the laws of physics like remain the same. <laughs> um, but I just love the like, oh, it's Christmas. We we can't do this around the holidays. Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, not around Christmas. Nothing bad around Christmas. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, well, no, but so even strange as even, a Jew. It's even strange. the bank guy, the, she's like, I will give you the money on the 26th when you are open again. And he's like, the bank is open today. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> that was... I mean, I'm all for taking time off, right? Like, of I fucking hate work. Mm-hmm. But American holidays should be non-religious, so everyone can fucking do that. Right, and they should just be all the time. <laughs> yes! Yeah. So, yes. Um, yeah. I have a favorite quote, which is, when they, when the... Um, two lead non-named oatmeal pieces of oatmeal are sitting next to each other um, looking out over one of the 4K stock footage views that they look at. The beautiful. The beautiful mountains. Um, The Jason Bridges goes, or or, no, I'm sorry, Sophie says, I've spent thousands of hours here watching this mountain breathe. (laughs) (laughs) And Katie goes, they're in the carriage and Katie goes, I don't think that's how mountains work. (laughs) That's the algorithm though. That's a predictive text. They look at blank mountains. I love how they blank breathe. breathe. (laughs) Um, That's also a funny scene because first of all, this like big city deal making city slicker rents out like a horse and buggy knowing nothing about equestrianism which is very interesting Mm -hmm. takes sophie out on like a carriage ride and then they're just stopped like in the woods somewhere at a clearing looking out at this mountain and the horse is just sitting there like not moving or neighing or like (laughs) kicking up a leg or anything and i also and, and they're there for like a good chunk of time it's one of those scenes that's like three minutes but feels like an hour and a half yes and i just kept hoping that <laughs> the horse would just like shit and fart all over them like at some point just like spray diarrhea on them and i was like this is you were trying to it. inject any kind of reality uh, into yeah this my situation. mind regressed to like an eighth grade boy's mind in the course of this film no, and I then totally, came back again. But I totally understand that. I you totally need something. Because like, there's just so little going on. Yeah. Do you think the but, horse blanket was just covering their engorged genitals? <laughs> Obviously, I'm not, you, you know, know my theory on this. There was a horse with engorged genitals on home improvement. This is a real Whoa. story. What? You talking what? about this reminded me of this. That there was, um, apparently they had like some gag on home improvement with Tim Allen in the 90s where like they needed like a real horse but the horse had a gigantic boner and the boner would not go down and the horse wrangler 
would like be like whack Beat the, the horse's burn, boner. boner. Yes, <gasps> and it would not go down. And then it turned out some woman had her period, and then when that woman left, the horse's erection went down. That's no! fascinating. Which is like story is so crazy. I know it's horrifying and gross. We saw. I was with, I was with like my whole family out of medieval times once, and and a, the horse had a boner. Because some woman had a period around. It was probably me. I was in like ninth grade being oh, like, what's my body oh, doing? You could have had a half horse child by now. Yeah, you could have had a centaur. Hey! That's cool. Hey, I have so many regrets. Bag. I have so many regrets. So I also like to, moving on from uh, horse boners right into snack suggestions. Ooh. I like to give a little snack suggestion when I'm watching these little cozy movies. So, you know, maybe some people are thinking like some hot cocoa with cinnamon <laughs> or some popcorn balls. I think you should eat an Acura. I think that would be a really good snack. <laughs> One to piece by piece. Piece by piece. When I was watching this, I was thinking, hmm, I would it be good to eat an Acura? I would eat a puffy vest. Oh, Whoa, and no gloves. No gloves. No gloves. Oh just God. out shoveling in a puffy vest. Uh, and, and like a thin, long sleeve shirt. Yes. Yeah. You're the on a styling. <laughs> the styling in these movies is can I, so can, frustrating. Can I, also, can I also just ask? Yes, please. It's so bizarre to me that when she asks, um, when Sophie asked Evan about the, his Christmas traditions, he says, I, um, I traveled a lot as a kid. Who, like, but he said it in a way like he was the Poor one him. doing he was the traveling. doing some independent traveling as a child. Which, He'd take his little baby briefcase and, and he did some business his stealing. Little yeah, little Dominican baby Republic. Boss. Yeah, baby yeah. Boss yeah, yeah. It was very weird. Boss baby. He was just like, yeah, he was... Um, he got the boss baby First formula. class ticket to Rome. <laughs> he was so thinly <laughs> veiled that they were like, someone's like, does he have a family? And they're like, nope, we don't know. Doesn't matter. Who cares? He's traveling. Boss baby traveling. Um... <laughs> I would make, so Amanda, do you like it when I make gravy? <laughs> I love it when you make gravy, baby. I make a really good gravy. Um, I would say it's, I mean, I love, I fucking love gravy. And I, I wrote down at some point very early on in the movie, uh, when you were talking about how weird it was to see them so tongue-tied around one another, it's like, I literally wrote down, it's interesting to see such lumps of gravy so tongue-tied. <laughs> and then I wrote, wait. That was insulting to gravy. <laughs> so I would make you my special um, mushroom gravy Ooh. on top of like a mashed root vegetable to remind you how great gravy is and how great life is and how it's so much more than this movie. It's so much better than the Holly Lodge. Um, yes. And we always like to ask our guests, did they feel the joy of Christmas? So Violet, did you feel the joy of Christmas? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. I'm not it's really, not the goal, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was reminded it exists mm -hmm. and that it's coming and that a lot of... <laughs> Inevitable, like, like, death. Yeah. yeah, and just, like, a lot of stuff you do for Christmas is very wasteful. Like, the tree, I was like... Trees are way, Because yeah. she says, like, her dad planted some of the trees and it's like, you're cutting the tree down already? Mm -hmm. This yeah. tree needs to live longer. Like, just get a fake one and spray the pine smell. Just get some pine. I don't know. Yeah. Everything. It, it's just reminded me America's very big and very wasteful. And yeah. um, climate change is coming. I, I also <laughs> thought it was funny when she was like, um, we just haven't had a lot of snow lately. And I was like, oh, is this going to be a climate change movie? Right? But then that was that was dropped. She's that like, dropped. it's supposed to be good this year, though. So should make up for it. So like, climate change is not real. So it's not real. It's not real. Yeah. Um, so did you feel the joy of Christmas? Um, more so than in the other films. Like you said, this was kind of a, a middle of the road one. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I agree that this was like definitely not the worst one to watch. Mm -hmm. Definitely not the best. Um, and I... 
it, it was those scenes of like people skiing and snowing that mm -hmm. I was like, damn, that looks fucking fantastic. I would yeah. love to be doing that right now. So in that way, I like got into the winter vibe a little bit, but no. I'd say for me, uh, no. I kind of hit a wall in the middle of this one too, but I think that I did like really enjoy, um, like I, I think that I, I do love all the things that they were doing. And I feel like if I watched this film as a slideshow, what that what it could have very easily been <laughs> yes. like a four or five like scene slideshow or like a magazine <laughs> ad of like both of them like at the lodge, I'd be like, oh yeah. I think I like skiing in Colorado. So I don't know if that's the joy of Christmas, but like I've never been skiing in Colorado and that sounds kind of nice. That so. does sound nice. I like to watch a mountain breathe and like have some engorged horse genitals. Yeah. <laughs> sounds fun. Um, Violet, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank, thank you, you oh for like really taking on this task. Yeah. so adeptly and as usual. And where can people find your work? Um, so I write... Uh, I've written for Film Comments, you can find me there, Sight and Sound, um, Harper's, and then also um, deceased publications like The L Magazine, um, Good Old Village Voice. I'm around. I'm around. Come She's find around. me. She's around. She's Check around. Me out. Check yeah. me out on Twitter. Ah. What's your Twitter <laughs> handle? At Unbutton My Eyes. Oh. Lord. That's incredible. It was a Henry. It was a Henry Miller reference, and before I, Coraline happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you again. It was a pleasure. I was couldn't wait to like talk talk about this with you and break this down totally. with you. Yes, it was fun. Rate us on iTunes. Follow us. Do the whole thing so that we can keep this going. And uh, thanks to Toth for our theme song. Violet, at the end of every episode, Katie, who doesn't know any Christmas songs, tries to sing a Christmas song. So if you're inspired oh, by this, um, oh uh, feel free to join in. Oh, my God. What was I going to sing? Oh, my God. I, I feel like I've done all the ones I know. What Let about me, Oh Holy Night? Do you know Oh Holy Night? Of course I don't know Oh Holy Night. Are you kidding me? That's like the least Jewish one you could get. <laughs> um, I took a dump on him. Pum 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 pum. Dump it, on him. <laughs> it was a smelly dump. Pum 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 pum. Is that a song? Yeah. Yeah, that's really close to a song. Great. Thank Bye. you. Thanks for that. Thanks, Violet.